Welcome to the Color of Ideas podcast. Today I'm going to talk about our pastor and how he has encouraged me as an abstract artist. Now, I've known Father for uh, 10 years, I think closer to 15 actually, but he's only been our pastor for the last two. And shortly after coming to our church, Father put together a a St. Joseph's Conference. And in preparation for that, Father asked me if I had any paper folds that might relate to St. Joseph, which he could display. Now, Father knows I'm an abstract artist. He follows me on Facebook, and he knows paper folding is certainly a, a part of my art practice. But who asks that question? All my work is abstract. I mean, the concept of, uh, yes, your your top St. Joseph paper folds. I mean, where would that even come from? Uh, I'll tell you where it comes from. Father himself is an artist. He's an iconographer. He's also very visual and creative and culturally engaged so that music and art are part of his DNA. So I guess... Uh, well, even, even with that, I'm still surprised that he asked. Uh, my response surprised me because what I said to him was, you know, when you look for something in abstraction, you will, you're likely to find it. So I told him I have plenty of paper folds that could relate to qualities of being a shepherd, being a prophet, being a, um, a bulwark, a strength of being a provider. And so... When we had that, that conference, yes, I had eight paper folds displayed. So Father told me about this one exchange with a gentleman who was looking at the paper folds. <coughs> Excuse me. And he said to Father, what, what are these all about? Well, it just so happened that two young boys under 10 were looking at the paper folds. And they turned around and they talked to this man. and explained how they engaged with the paper folds and found St. Joseph. Uh, In other words, they basically gave this man a tutorial about how to creatively respond to abstraction. So I love that. I love that. Now that's like two years ago. All right. Now back in March of 2023, I'm speaking right now in May, uh, I sent Father a picture of a rock, <laughs> about uh, six inches across, big, a sizable flat rock, and it had nothing but pure abstraction on the front. And to me, there was something joyful and exultant about this abstract work. In, in fact, I would go so far as to speak of it as being resurrectional. Now, of course, it's only because that's what I was choosing to see in it. And the reason I chose to see it, see that in the rock, was that I had just been reading the passage of Christ's um, triumphal entry into Jerusalem, and the scribes and Pharisees are saying, "You know, stop all this noise!" And Christ's response is something like, "If they stop, the ro- the rocks themselves will speak." And so that scripture. That just took me right to my rock, so to speak. So I sent the picture to Father, and knowing that 
On Good Friday, the tradition in our church is we create uh, something of a tomb and there are flowers there at the gravesite. And I was thinking, just take that rock, which is singing the praises of the resurrection and glory of God, and put it on the floor amongst the flowers around the tomb. That's what I envisioned. Okay, so when I made this suggestion to Father, he, you know, he liked the idea. I gave him the rock, but I, in no way did I ever expect it to be given the central position that it was. Over and over and over, from Good Friday to Easter to all the weeks following Easter, okay, that rock was featured prominently. It was almost embarrassing. Uh, and so this was another case of Father seeing the, the vision of what I saw and allowing that to develop within the context of our liturgical life. So now, about six weeks ago, I sent Father a picture of a paper fold, quite a sizable paper fold for me, about 15 inches across, six inches deep. And it, I sent this um, in uh, a text and said, you know, there's such a clear bird reference here. What do you think about using this somehow for Pentecost, the uh, uh, feast of, of the coming of the Holy Spirit upon the apostles and upon the church? So, of course, what was Father's response? Let's do it. Okay, so today happens to be Pentecost. Okay, so that paper fold is hanging with, with, uh, from, from, the from a chandelier with this very thin um, dental floss. I mean, you might not even notice that it's hanging. Uh, you know, it looks like it's floating. And it's not a conventional looking bird, but it's a clear reference that I don't think anyone will miss. And so it kind of floats there. And it's beautiful to behold. I've already seen it and am totally delighted. And again, this is all, you know, father. And now this Thursday, this is another example of where Father is setting me free in uh, a, an area. Beginning this Thursday I'm going to, and, and continuing through June and July, I'm leading something called um, Reader's Vespers. Okay, so no priest will be present. It's a prayer service, an evening prayer service, which has been shortened with a view to accommodating families with children. And I propose to Father, how about if I build a footstool, something about six inches tall, you know, certainly stable and substantial, and put it at the tetrapod. Now, the tetrapod isn't something you may have in your church, but in Eastern Catholic churches and in Orthodox churches, you have this square uh, altar in front of the main altar space. And on the tetrapod, uh, there will be an icon and typically uh, we come and we venerate that icon. Now young children can't reach the top of that tetrapod so that's why I'm proposing the footstool. So I said to father um, I could paint it uh, maroon and put a gold cross in the front and that way it would tie in with our a liturgical decor. Now, Father's response 
which I never saw coming, was children love color. Put your stamp on this. Put your full abstract stamp on this. I, I never would have done that. Okay, well, that's completed now. And I will bring that for Thursday. And that's when this will be used for Reader's Vespers, June and July. Uh, it'll allow children who are two, three, four, five, uh, to step up to the tetrapod and venerate the icon by themselves, which, of course, we all know toddlers love to do by myself. So, uh, but I would never have been this creative and playful. Uh, what I've created has nothing to do with the typical kind of liturgical ornamentation. Oh, no, no. This is completely abstract and fun. <laughs> so I'm just giving thanks for this. And uh, this, I see it all as a, a result of having uh, a pastor who is an artist and uh, allowing me to be me. Hope you enjoyed. Catch you next time. So long.